Hello, welcome to Music Plus. Let me change that to music greater than I don't know. But anywho, welcome to the show, people. Uh, my name is Wit. Um, we got Steady Steve here. We got. I'll hey. let uh, I'll let you introduce yourself because I I didn't ask what you would want to be called. My name is Garrett Moore, <laughs> and that's what I would like to be called. Okay, so Garrett I'm not, Moore. And I'm here today. I'm finally made it after doing my laundry. And I'm here. Oh, that reminds me, I got a load at home too. Okay, folks, you heard it. Steve's got a load at home. <laughs> That's it. That's the it's, show. It's That's the, all you need to yeah, know. I meant to put it in the dryer and before I left. meant yeah. to put it in the dryer. Uh, <laughs> lastly, we got... Well, my name's Kaoki, and, uh, well, speaking of loads, or whatever, random cleanliness, I like to joke with my niece that I only take showers on Fridays. It's become a thing, and now I believe in it, and I guess I only take showers on Fridays, so I'm Kaoki Friday Shower. Okay, um, there you go. (laughs) We got Kyogi, king of dad jokes and uh, all puns and all related pun jokes. Um, Anywho, this is music greater than. (laughs) I've already changed the name. Sorry. but yeah, we're going to start off with uh, my first song choice. Uh, yeah, we're just going to play songs we like and then talk about it. Um, we're going to start off with Warm Love by Van Morrison. And I'm going to tell you why real quickly. I, I stand with the Lex Friedman philosophy, world needs more love. Or something like that. It's going into this. Mm-hmm. Can y'all hear it? I that kind of matters. It. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, well, don't put it in your ears now. Inspiration's got to be on the flow. These invitations. 
Okay, cool. Thanks for listening, people. Yeah, that was my first song choice. Uh, I think the the only thing I have to say about that is yes. Wait, uh, what was the what was the name of it? Warm Love by Van Morrison. Warm Love. Warm. Warm. Okay. Warm. That's the first time you've heard this song. Yeah. Cool. Very Steve, good. Steve, you've heard that before, yeah? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with Van Morrison, so. I heard that name just recently. You're not familiar with Van Morrison? I've heard the name, and I've never, I have, don't folk. think I've listened. What would you say, folk of 70s? Yeah. yeah. Folk 70s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've heard that, yeah. Pretty groovy. Kinky. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess like a soul singer, Irish soul. Irish? Something like that. Oh, my gosh. How do I not know about this guy? This is wild. <laughs> yeah, he's I've exclusively he's been listening to like soul and folk music. Like the last like three months, so this that's okay. pretty wild. Well, I'm glad that it's now in your life. Yeah, I'm gonna you have know? to definitely gonna have to look into that. That's a brilliant song. But anywho, um, anyone want to share anything else about it? Well, you don't hear jazz flute too much anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. nice. Yeah, very good. Well, and then he's always pretty good about like painting a picture too. You know, because the song that I remember from him is Into the Mystic, but it was the same kind of deal where you're sort of painting a picture, like, I forget the exact words, but he's like, it's cold outside or raining, but you can come inside where it's warm. And so it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's The song is inviting you in the same way the lyrics mm. were, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he the, the chorus was, it's warm love, it's ever present everywhere? Correct. Ever present everywhere. Um, omnipresent. Omnipresent. <laughs> so he's talking about God, is what he's talking about. That's your interpretation. I, I never thought of that. In yeah. a way, right? Yeah, or universal love, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's which, it's depending, a... on, depending on which religion, it's kind of a description of God. So. I think depending on your perspective, yeah. Depending mm-hmm. on your perspective. I think. Well, dep- I guess. I guess then it depends on what. Well, yeah. So it doesn't just roll off the tongue and sound phonetically cool in the song and rhythmic, but it has a double has a meaning to it. Right. Too. I mean, I don't think he's personally talking about any particular god that we know of, but this idea of like a one love. I don't know. I was so just a similar about Bob Marley. It. I think it's just. Uh, I think it's just a. I think it's just something philosophy. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is popular. It's very popular, but in a way, it's kind of like. It's kind of this. Well, I don't know. It's only. It is popular and rightly so, and and good. One love. Hey. hey I mean, I, I I I subscribe to one to love. One love. Yeah, makes sense to me. Maybe yeah, that's I mean, why I like that song. Maybe that's why I like Bob Marley. Definitely love both. Actually, it, well, the 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 main thing I got out of um, church when I was in the church, the thing that I gravitated towards the most was the idea of God as like a one love. And since I've kind of like left all that. What that do you mean? Still remains, Which denomination? You know? Are you talking about Rastafariism? Are you talking uh, about Branch Davidian? Branch Davidian. <laughs> no, I was like, what the <laughs> f- is that? Yeah, Waco. Oh, fuck. Yeah, oh no. okay. Okay. No, no, no. 
Methodist, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, you've heard of method acting, so there's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. method praying. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, cool. cool. It's very chill. I could listen to that. Right? Yeah. He's Check out Van Morrison. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's Irish? He's actually Irish? Mm-hmm. I have no idea, actually, about that. I'm trying to explore that, that world, too, so that's kind of like a double whammy. Yeah, again, I'm trying to think of his big hits now. They're all... I'm drawing a blank on him, but yeah. Well, was this the 70s? Yeah. You said? Yeah, late about, 60s, early 70s. About. He was a big, yeah. Mm. Something like that. Yeah, I would say late 60s or 70s. Then I think he went into the 80s even, mm-hmm. making good music. Oh, yeah. one of my favorites by him is uh, Wavelength. Wavelength, cool. And it's the same kind of deal where you're talking about tapping into what other people are feeling or the general Interconnectedness. Because, I mean, it's kind of like talking about light or sound being a wavelength, but then mm. he's really talking more in an abstract, being oh, on the same cool. wavelength kind of deal. Yeah, see, that's what music's about, right? Like, it's the universal language, and if you can connect to it on whatever level that is, and, right. like, to me, I, I, if you can make, like, the music was simpler back then, um, not to demean it, but it was just simpler and it connected because it was more concise and it was just direct and there was no fluff around it and everyone could connect in a certain way and whatever level that was, you know, you got something out of it, I got something out of it, Whitney got something out, like, that's the great thing about it. Even, it's not even like, well, like, because, oh man, it makes you think about, of like, uh, tribal, like, like ceremonial like that's kind of where it's originated and it's always been spiritual since then right but even like if you compare the 70s to now which is cool that we're listening to something from like that era but if you can if you go back and like look like compare what we're hearing now to that number one they were recording a lot of their stuff live back then in one room and stuff like that oh, which right. was pretty uh-huh. cool mm-hmm. and um they don't do it like that. What do you mean? Like, well, I mean, like, like, no? like, like Bill Withers might have recorded. I, I might just be making this up. This might be out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure they would get together and just like record with multiple mics and everything else in like kind of like one place, and like all taped like one song at a time live because like when it was going to tape, it was like. Piecing together tape was not the way you piece together like music digitally, and so I think most it was more live than than it is now. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody watch that Beatles on Disney Plus? No, I've been seeing previews for that. Yeah, I mean, you would put the whole band in the room together. Yeah, I mean, you might like isolate them sound wise, but they Mm -hmm. still had eye contact. Yeah, the idea is you have that live energy of a live performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still want to isolate each instrument as well as you can. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, digital has changed all that, and you can cut and paste just like you can with a document or an image or whatever. It's crazy. And so. That also affects the art form, too. Because mm-hmm. used to be, you had to have chops, you had to be able to listen to other players, but now it's more about being able to hear it in your head before it's, you know, and how to get the computer to do what you want it to sound yeah. like. 
Because everybody's like, oh, these guys are just pushing buttons. And it's like, they're still creating. They're yeah. just using different tools. Yeah. You know? It's it's a very different vibe. Like, something about the live, the liveness of, like, this older stuff just has more soul to it, almost, you know? Right. Like, I've been, we were at work, they play, like, nothing past, like, the 90s or something normally. Right. And then one day they had, like, oldies just all day long. And I was like... And even lyrically, it's all just more... Well, we're different human beings. True. 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 So, I mean, different generation. But there's more... I feel like there's more depth. I think that's more what I'm saying about I the lyrics. I can't disagree with that. I can... But it, but I I guess it's between I best I guess the comparison would be between the mainstream them and the, and the mainstream now because I'm, I'm hmm. in the alternative realm there's all kinds of depth but like what is mainstream what's popular seems to have less depth now than it did I don't know if I'm just being like an old man about it <laughs> well and it's it's kind of unfair to put that all off on music or movies or, or whatever and say oh this just isn't the same as it used to be and it's like I think it's a reflection of the culture yeah 100% well that's I mean, the sad part about we're, it really. we're much more distracted than we were like when I was a kid we only had three channels and no internet yeah. and, you know you had to talk to a phone attached to a wall and so all this technology has made our life certainly much better, but it's also distracted us and divided mm-hmm. our attention in so many different places, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Distraction. It's the word. It's like we are distracted. It's, it's, this is an art form. Talking to people. Right. We talked about that before. Holding your concentration. <laughs> like people are discovering podcasts, even though they've been around for 20 years. They're like, oh, you mean people talk for more than three minutes at a time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, people sit with each other. Right. What, you know, it is because I know I feel the other side. Like, you know, you get consumed in the, in the meta or whatever the fuck. Seriously. Leave I, that in there. Straight. Oh, are you, what is this? Anyways, this is, go, you're recording this as well, yes. yeah? Mm-hmm. For what, anywho? I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know I like why it. I'm recording, but yeah. No, I Wait, love this it. isn't part of the podcast where we talk? No, this is. <laughs> it is, but live, I just yeah. I just realized he's recording it, and I'm oh, like, nice. what is it for? Because oh, I'm going live. I'm going on my anchor. Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, on my. Okay. I'm on the app. Speaking of technology, I'm I'm yeah, using I mean, old, new using, school. He's using yeah. old school. Yeah, like I'm, I'm using hey, my best stuff right now. Well, this is what's blessed. all crazy. Is like I'm using this mixer so that everything will go through the stream fine. Yeah, we're kind of using both. Yeah. Yeah, but the record is just sort of a side thing. Oh, that's so. I don't know why I bothered to record it, but. Hey, so well, might as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry to interrupt, but on that note, um, can we play your song now? Sure. Uh, I guess if I can find it, because I know you've been listening to well, local music. Well, but if you're on Spotify, yet. it won't be there. Oh, well. Oh, I y'all could probably take, get. Take a second to find it. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to do Neil Young. Yeah. Yes. That's a great choice. Did you guys see that one meme, uh, mem, what, however you pronounce it? It was uh, Millie Vanilli, and they were like, hey, look, we're threatening to pull someone else's music <laughs> off Spotify. Yeah, 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 that's a. Yep. Yeah, that, somebody else's joke. That, that, that was great. That was funny. 
Yeah, who said that? I don't know. It was just it was a. It's um, so it, sad. My algorithm showed me those guys have the you know, at that time in history, you know, you can't do recorded music, but mm-hmm. now everybody's using pre-recorded tracks and. Uh, like, who was the last person to get busted with that? Was Ashley Simpson, right, on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, Dive? right, right. But, like, if you watched um, Britney or Christina Aguilera, yeah. um, uh, Shakira, anybody who has a lot of dance in their show, there is no physically, human, humanly physical way possible that they could maintain their breath, no. their breath rate and their heart rate, you know. Even when Michael Jackson was doing it, you could hear him struggling mm-hmm. through the breath like, yeah because he would do it live and mm-hmm. when he got older he would do the pre-recorded stuff but yeah yeah no that's nearly impossible you know and you gotta focus it's like well i've already recorded the best vocal i can it's yeah. on an album yeah. and there's millions of them out there you right. know when i do a show people come to see me dance yeah. so people have accepted that that i'll watch somebody lip sync if they're at least they're dancing live you know right. with 20 other people and lights and smoke and you know it's all those show yeah so really you don't go to see a show just to hear the record no. when i was in bands that to me was almost an insult you guys sound just like the record like first oh, of all we're a cover i band, definitely so, agree with yeah. that i expect yeah. to see more okay i don't want to i don't want to put that stipulation on people like my god but i want to see more passion right i love music for lot of oh, lot of yeah. emotion and yeah. i like when someone gets into it i mean but also just having something that you won't get anywhere else anytime else is valuable to the consumer and especially now that you can't make money um selling your music no. you probably should consider stepping it up as far as the performance like that right. that's definitely that's a competitive edge I think that's always what yeah. set artists apart. You know, it's like I've, you know, grew up with Bruce Springsteen. I never saw him live until maybe five years ago, whenever he played South by Southwest. Cool. And it's because I was just working at the venue and like, well, come back for the show. And you know, you thought the show would be over at ten o'clock, and so you get there at nine thirty, and the guy goes until midnight or something. Yeah. It's like, damn, I'm getting tired, and this band is on stage doing all the work. You know? Yeah. So I can see where he's got that reputation for putting on three and four hour shows, and it's like, but how do you do that every night for 150 nights a year? Jeez. Yeah. Damn, the boss. So. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. What is the Neil Young song? Uh, Tonight's the night. Tonight is the night. Oh my God, well, I haven't heard um, of this one. Heather, Holy shit. talking with Heather earlier, and she said that she used to drive a Ford Econoline van. And that's, there's a line in this song where he's like, he used to love that Ford that Econoline van. Tonight's the night, Neil Young. Shit, stupid ass YouTube commercial. <laughs> Yes. Fucking hurts. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. God damn it. As fucking old. Okay. See, that's a problem though. We can't hear it too well. I mean, yeah. It's 
talking about scorns and heroin. <laughs> oh, shit. Mics are off. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow, okay, great. I'm gonna cuss up. I'm gonna not care then. I keep forgetting. This isn't Casey. I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want. Right. Mm. <laughs> See, that's another thing is if we're on the FM and we're using the city's frequency, yes, I understand we have to stay within the. But we've been on the internet for five years and people are still losing their shit over. So, yeah, I mean, there's bigger issues to be worried about at that radio station. That's, it's like, it's not that that's frustrating that they're worrying about dirty language. It's frustrating that they're not dealing with bigger issues. Yeah. You know, yeah. how are we going to get some money? How are we going to fix our equipment? How are we yeah. going to attract new producers? You know? Yeah. And it's the same 10 people. Complaining about the same ten issues, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd be on any of those shows, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Anybody has any interest in talking to me? Well, because like Maddie did the very first um, Martian message, and he's like, "This is some amazing music." That one uh, where she raps in the middle of it, you know. And All her music is awesome, not just that one. Well, but I mean <laughs> that one in particular. We're talking about a rectal thermometer. I'm sick. And so one person at the station heard that and complained. And it's just like, how many calls have we got? How many emails? You know, who else is complaining? You know, because, I mean, this is a local (laughs) artist reflecting San Marcos art. You know, this isn't our charter that we're supposed to be representing art in all its forms. And and they're like, you know, oh, because I think even the art league. You know, is a lot more lenient with their artists than, than these people are at the radio station. Well, then they're not gonna get my content. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like Maddie's bringing us content, and you're refusing it. You know, or you're complaining about it. And like, all right, fine. It's good. To, I, I was glad to hear that you're trying to go down the podcast. Like you're going down the podcast route. Yeah. Because that's a move. I'm I'm very interested in that for sure. Well, it's funny because the guy that was sharing our space with us moved out, and so now we got all this space. And like, oh, now we can start doing videos and mm. have live bands in here. And, and it's just like, yeah, but they're already arguing about how we're gonna do that. Yeah. And, and, Damn it. I got us off on that. I really wanted to hear this song. <laughs> Better luck next time. Oh, you know what? Yeah.
So it's hard. It's got to be more. It's got to be louder than what it is. That's my opinion. So I don't know. Mm. Maybe maybe we should bring Sherm back. No. We only have two. Uh, no, I'm just saying we need to unplug this, and it would be loud enough on his phone. It's just it's connecting to your your thing and. Right. It's mm. just not loud at all. How how weird would it sound in the mic? Like it phone, is in the mic. Phone to mic. Oh, like that. It. I'm saying we need to hear it. So yeah, we no, can. That's what I'm saying. If you play it out your phone, then what if? How bad would it sound if we mic'd it to the phone? Like mic'd it. Just held the phone. This is fun. I hear you're saying because the video she took earlier was yeah. good quality. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah, I'll do that with his phone. I guess. If only we had more phones. <laughs> it it worked fine on my. It it came out well. And did you listen to the anchor? The other yeah, yeah. one I told you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it sound good? Sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. good. At so least on Anchor. Oh, what's the one thing that... So just play the song... I'm just going to play the song outright. If, if you don't... Yeah. Instead of straight through. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Is that cool, Steve? Mm-hmm. Will it still pick up, right? If I hold it maybe right here? Yeah. Okay, anywho. Uh, we're, we're not going to go to song... Um, a different song, it... I was just going to say, but I couldn't focus on that because it's not in my face. Yeah, and I, I really that. want that fucking experience. I, I really that. do. It's the point of the, sh- the show. So, yeah, we need to we need to feel it. Feel what the fuck Neil Young was trying to say. I mean, I kind of think I know it. Tonight's the night. I did get that part. <laughs> I got that part. Yeah, yeah he kind of hammered that line home, didn't he? Yeah, I th- I think that's the only thing I heard the whole time. I think he was committed. He was, <laughs> hey, yeah, that just, that does sound like commitment. Neil Young has no problem with commitment. <laughs> and, and again, the only reason I brought that one up was because of um, Heather, the guest earlier tonight from uh, on this Vanessa, show. Vanessa, 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 yes, yes. She was saying that she used to drive in a Conline van. Yeah, uh, uh, I see. Yeah, we had Van Jackson on. Shout out to Vanessa Barbie um, earlier in the Martian message. Um, you feel like you want to say something? I used I used to have a, a condo line <laughs> until but did less you than a year it? ago. Yeah. I did love it. I was, it was hard to see it go. Really, it, it was a lot of work. It was a it was a push and pull relationship <laughs> for sure. For sure. I like that you said push and pull and not like love hate because yeah. of the car. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm starting, I'm oh. just now starting to like my current, my car car because that thing, that thing's giving me so much grief and I'm just like, you know what? You've gotten me a lot of places. I think I like you a little bit. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to pull my uh, cool story bro card out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. You just get one episode. Yeah, I had to use mine. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Did we all get one? Yes. Okay. We can all have one. Um, time it wisely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the perfect time. <laughs> Tonight's the night. Um, I, I just want to also say I love No Young, and I still love him, 
after the Spotify Joe Rogan. And I still love Joe Rogan for what he brings to Earth. Yeah. So there. You know, for the record. That's the other issue too going on is like all this polarity. It's like why do you have to yeah, choose sides? You know? Yeah. You can you can love them both, you can support them both, or you can ignore them both. I wonder mm-hmm. how much people actually feel that way in real life. Because, like, the polarity is always, uh, I, I mean, the algorithm works for polar, polarity. So Certainly, for, yeah. So I wonder uh, if, you know, the perception of polarity is um, accurate. Because, I mean, well, there are people in my everyday life that are very affected by that type of stuff. And they definitely do seem polarized. Yeah, people but, you meet who listen to mainstream, mainstream, stream media. Yeah. Well, what, that's what's funny about the Joe Rogan podcast is like most It's mainstream. People, well, it is. Ma- exactly. That's why the term corporate media might be more specific when we're talking about like CNN and stuff like that. But Spotify is a corporation, right? True. But they're not sponsored the same. They're, they're, not, they're not funded the same way. By but anybody who's got $100 million... Yeah. You know, you know there's an agenda behind that. To just throw somebody, yeah. Mm, well, I do wonder about that. Because he, he definitely, uh, I mean, like, last time he had Jordan Peterson on, I don't know if y'all saw that. Everyone has an agenda. <laughs> True. So, yes. Well, it's, it's It's just deciding what you but I think take. he's been, and it's, I'll say at least he's been more careful, I think, since joining Spotify, which I don't blame him necessarily. I think that that's smart, but I think he, he's Well, that's what he careful. means when he keeps it small. He yeah. means, mm-hmm. this is my agenda, yeah. and Jamie's agenda, like, he has an influence, and then yeah. everybody who you know, Joe Rogan, I trust that he's he's trying. That's, that's the yeah. only thing I, I trust I about that. I don't doubt trying. that he's a good person, so I'm really not that worried about I don't. I don't him. think that's his agenda to yeah. be evil. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> but I mean, maybe it's more clear to other people. It's, that's what I feel like. Well, I mean, I've always liked Joe Rogan since the news radio days. You know, his stand-up. I can take it or leave it. But I yeah. liked him as a comic actor. I didn't really like Fear Factor, but I thought he was one of the better things about that show. That's so, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's something see. charming or likable about him that major corporations use to sell their product. Yeah. And when he started his own podcast, I think that was him breaking away from NBC and Fear Factor and whatever. And he's like, okay. Autonomy. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with the Hollywood machine. I'm going to do my own thing. But then that became successful. How dare you break yeah, off into true. your own thing? Right. Well, yeah. what are you a. Uh, what are you, what are we, yeah, what's that about? Is, I mean, I guess he's thinking he's doing it on his own terms, and so therefore he doesn't have to pay attention to convention, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I step on a few toes, well, then don't listen to me. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of liberating for an artist to have that, that kind of attitude. Artist needs to art. But I, when you have $100 million, I mean, same with Dave Chappelle and Comedy Central, too. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like suddenly we own you, and it's like no price is too high or too low. It's that, not when you don't that, care about... Not when, you, not when you care more about what you do than 
how much profit you make. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. But, but again, this is where the artist is standing up to that, but these corporations are thinking, hey, this person's hot, let's throw a bunch of money at him mm-hmm. and get him to do what he does, but for us. Because yeah. they, you know, Joe's exclusive, he can't be on Apple or anywhere else now, Which, except for Spotify. Which they thought was a good deal going into it until this controversy <laughs> happened, and now they're stuck with him at a hundred million dollar price tag. Now he could have yeah. gone to Rumble. Yeah, right. yeah. they <laughs> offered could. to buy out his I contract. Mean, yeah. People are saying he. I mean, he's friends with uh, Elon Musk. Like, if if he wanted to start his own Spotify just for his podcast, he'd be fine. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I I, I think what if we start seeing his sponsors influence his his discussion which he I just needs to yet, listen i think he'll be fine he needs to listen he does listen. i, I know yeah, but, i know and that's what he's doing yeah exactly and that's why you shouldn't give him heat that's for apologizing he, that's because why, he had things to apologize it's so for. Weir- it's so weird to even be mad at him because he he's mostly just a vessel well, that's yes. the other yep. thing people are complaining uh, well, about. Is like just because he's giving a platform to all yeah. these eccentric, you know, viewpoints, yeah. is that there's his been some fault? there's been some badass people on this show. I'm not going to get too much into Joe Rogan <laughs> politics, but well, fucking hell, should we talk about he's crypto instead? He's <laughs> that's had, our other hot button topic, right? He's had so. Dave Chappelle on now to say he had Bernie fucking Sanders, Bernie Sanders on. I mean, yeah, fucking oh, and uh, who yeah. else? Andrew yeah. Yang, Andrew Tulsi Yang. Gabbard, yeah, yeah. he said. I'm sure, I'm sure Donald Trump was texting him. I mean, sure. Yeah, and he probably, yeah. yeah. And he, I think he, he has, at least has enough standards to not have uh, Polarizing as such yeah. people on there, yeah. Maybe maybe polarization is like one of the stipulations of lower, the lower the better. Like, um... You know, th- when people say there's a thin line between love and hate, there's like a, there's there's a fine line between everything. And like, um, you know, when it came to Joe, Ro- like Joe Rogan, he he was a perfect person to host Fear Factor because he was MMA fighter and he mm. was fearless mm. and he was yeah. just like okay with everything, right? Yeah. And then he had all this creativity. And he wanted to break away, like Steve said. He's like wanted to break away, wanted to do his own thing. Got him to do a podcast. And he was doing all that. Well, then Spotify threw all this money at him. Well, then there's that fine line. Like, you throw all this money, then now, now there's this pressure. Now there's not this natural, organic yeah. creativity. It's just like, well, I, I need to perform. And so yeah. the, the, the lines get blurred a little bit. It does, taint, it, it does taint it a little bit, in a way. That is his, that is his only goal. That is his, should be his only goal. And I think it is, and I think he feels that pressure, which is to maintain authenticity. Yes, and to maintain like, but it grows and it grows and grows in difficulty. Well, and it yeah, ends yeah. up happening. Yes, I agree. You're 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 suddenly responsible for all these other people's careers too. Yeah, because oh. that hundred million dollars isn't just for Joe. Oh. Yeah, you know, he's got a whole team of people, and I'm sure Spotify has a bunch of people working just on Joe's show. Now you're and, influential. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you know, so it's like, yeah, you're you're was it Kanye? I'm a businessman. Mm. You know, you become an industry under yourself. Jay, I think that was Jay Z. You're right. He said, I'm a right. business man. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah you yeah, become yeah. an industry under yourself. He's his own business. Yeah, yeah. And so then it's like, 
And I don't know why people would ever want to get into that position unless it happens without them noticing. Why not? Someone's paying him for his art. I, I think... But but then you're not... You don't. You mean the more money, yourself. more problem situation? I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think he I definitely... Because people are going to dissect everything you say yeah. and, and... Yeah, why would anyone want to be famous to anymore? You got to have you know? thick skin. <laughs> I mean, you, we all got... I mean... Fortunately for Joe, yeah, he's been at minutes. it a while, so yeah. this isn't anything new to he's him. He's literally... He's not like some 18-year-old skier who changed her citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he He's... It literally, he's an Ayn Rand protagonist. <laughs> like, well, at least... I no, he's not. I'm reading he's the Fountainhead. <laughs> he's not that ideal. Obviously, he mm. has flaws. It's not like Jesus or anything, but I think he, the, way that, the way that he's rising just by doing what it is that he likes to do, and he's doing it well, and the fact that every... Like, the higher and higher he gets, the more people are trying to take Detractors, him down. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. that's just, I feel like that's just kind of a normal archetype of the, of the hero in a way, right? Yeah, and the thing I guess I never was resolved for me with the whole Ayn Rand thing is oh, yeah. it's like, you know, yes, this person is better than the rest of us and we're dragging him down or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean. I mean, we were talking about that before too about, um, exceptional people you don't want to stand out because yeah. well, the, the nail gets hammered or whatever that expression yeah, exactly. was target. but also mm. it it makes uh, well that's the crazy that's the hardest part about reading Iron Rand is like the ideal is a judge so mm. it's like uh, you 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 experience this person doing so well and it's hard to accept but then it's also it's, it's hard to accept because it's not you but but I think it's worth having and I don't know if it's necessarily uh dismissible just because it's exceptional if that makes any sense I don't know if that's what you're trying to say well no I'm, I'm it's a tough balance between identifying who the exceptional people are like this kid's good at math or sports or you know yeah they've got a talent for this it's yeah, like yeah, well yeah. we certainly want to develop that yeah. But then, do you hold it over everybody else's head right. that you'll never be as good like, as Johnny or you know? And so, like the gifted and talented program. What's I hate, that about? That's what I hated about high school sports. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, just because yeah. this guy could throw a ball doesn't yeah. make him a better person than us. Exactly. Why does he get special treatment? Oh my gosh! Yeah, exactly. You know, but Mr. then there well, was say what you will about that, but sports and competition, I think, have a place. Right, but again, uh, same, is, with, same with uh, music or, or mathletes or you know, any other the, form definitely. of exceptionalism. Definitely. We, we should honor and, and encourage exceptionalism. But it has to be... Within boundaries. Yeah. Okay, well, I think it's... Some, it's some humility it, it is. With, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, the perfect word. I don't, I, I don't know anybody who... Yeah, I don't know what society does exactly that would make somebody not want to be exceptional. Oh. But out of maybe maybe okay. I I don't I don't comprehend it because with great exception with great like power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's where that comes in because it is a power to be exceptional. Yeah. And yes. like you have a responsibility to use it. And we have a responsibility, yes, to be understanding with people like that. Like Elon Musk, I hold him accountable, but I also think he's exceptional and think that yeah. that's 
let's let's talk this out. Like, come on, I know you want to do this, but th- I feel like he listens. Mm. Yeah. Bezos, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you just d- want or or talk to each other. Like this is like the space flight that the space exploration that's happening right now is ridiculous. Yeah. What if they combined forces? They could have saved a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> no. What are, what this competition, no competition is ridiculous. The government would break them up immediately. Right. We don't need <laughs> right. we need Shit. space exploration. We understand I can understand logically. Space isn't even real. I can understand space exploration <laughs> on one being funded and then the rest like fund something fucking else like green technology for one. Oh, that would actually yeah. be more... I mean, honestly, they should stop fucking with space at all and just focus on sustainability. Like, I don't understand why that... Yeah. I don't understand why space is literally... <laughs> I mean... It's, I mean, I, I, wanna, I want them to explore space because I we all know. have that question. Not even interested. I, there's a, okay, there's a lot of people that yeah. really want to know. <laughs> Sorry you're not one of them, no, but I, mean, I, I don't know. There's arguments on both sides. <laughs> I, that, I think we're making that argument. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's practical. I mean, communications alone, satellite imagery. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of advantages yeah, yeah. to close orbit right. space exploration. I'm not sure about deep space. Well, the classic argument is like, why, why do we want to? Why, why do we want to leave this planet and go try to make something better somewhere else? Why can't we try to fix something yeah. here first? Like, yeah. don't know, leave something. Let's uh, the way. It's, it's probably, leave something better. Right? It's better than the way you found it. That's yes. Boy Scouts. Yeah. Well, because I'm well, thinking it's probably easier to repair couch? this Jeez planet Louise. than it is to terraform a whole Jeez new one. <laughs> to what? A whole other new one? Terraform. Say? I mean, how are you going to create yeah. a whole new planet when we've already got one here? And well, Mars is our best option, people. Well, I mean, I've never been a Boy Scout, but the answer That's where is, we're at. That's where I, we're at. I'm not, not trying to throw shade. No. I was a Boy Scout. That's just, Wait. I remember learning that in Boy Scouts. Like, legit. Well, I don't doubt it. The answers are clear. The answers are there. There's just government and political things that are standing in the way. But we all know what to do. Yeah. We all know what we Whoa. can do to sustain. This is Can't leave that open-ended. We're, we're going to end up at the yeah. city hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what to do. <laughs> so abalone farming, right? <laughs> okay, let's move on with the music. Let's do some oh, yeah, brilliant. music. What was I watching? Idea. Somebody was talking about... What's yours? Mine? Uh, the Dying Cubs fans... Dying Cubs fans' last request by Steve right. Goodman. It's a pretty cool one. Okay, this video, or this? Oh, you can do Spotify. It's on Spotify. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably better. So we. So we don't get any ads. Fucking commercial. I feel like I shouldn't have been left the last because um. You You're not. I'm last. You guys' depth of knowledge is far greater. Uh, <laughs> for real. I don't know anything about music. That's the yeah. Thing. It's not a. It's not a competition. No, no. But th- that's the great thing about the show. It's like, yeah, someone like me, I'm just like, I'm just curious about this one song. I just hey, want to get your opinion. Can you type it in? Oh, yeah. Please. There it is. Oh. Yeah, does anybody know what time we started? Oh, we started. Uh, oh, like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking at the time right now. Okay.
They knew his time was short. And on his head, they put this bright blue cap from his all-time favorite sport. Told him it's late and it's getting dark in here. And I know it's time to go. But before I leave the lineup, boys, there's just one thing that I'd like to know. Do they still play the blues in Chicago when baseball season rolls around? When the snow melts away, do the Cubbies still play in their ivy-covered burial ground? When I was a boy, they were my pride and joy, but now they only bring fatigue to the home of the brave, the land of the free. The doormat of the National League. He told his friends, you know the law of averages says anything will happen that can. That's what it says. But the last time the Cubs won a National League pennant was the year we dropped the bomb on Japan. The Cubs made me a criminal, sent me down a wayward path. They stole my youth from me. That's the truth. I forsake my teachers to go sit in the bleachers in flagrant truancy. And then one thing led to another. Soon I discovered alcohol, gambling, dope, football, hockey, lacrosse, tennis. But what do you expect when you raise up a young boy's hopes and then just crush him like so many paper beer cups year after year after year? After year, after year, after year, after year, after year. Till those hopes are just so much popcorn for the pigeons beneath the L tracks to eat. He said, you know, I'll never see Wrigley Field anymore before my eternal rest. So if you have your pencils and your scorecards ready, I'll read you my last request. He said, give me a doubleheader funeral in Wrigley Field. Some sunny weekend day, no lights. Have the organ play the national anthem. Then a little na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. Make six bullpen pitchers carry my coffin, and six groundskeepers clear my path. Have the umpires bark me out at every base in all their holy wrath. It's a beautiful day for a funeral. Jack Rickhouse to come back and conduct just one more interview. Have the Cubbies run right out into the middle of the field. Have Keith Moreland drop a routine fly. Give everybody two bags of peanuts in a frosty mall, and I'll be ready to die. Build a big fire on home plate out of your Louisville Slugger baseball bats and toss my coffin in. Let my ashes blow in a beautiful snow from the prevailing 30 mile an hour southwest wind. And when my last remains go flying over the left field wall, we'll bid the bleacher bums adieu. And I will come to my final resting place out on Waveland Avenue. The dying man's friends told him to cut it out. 
They said, stop it. That's an awful shame. He whispered, don't cry. We'll meet by and by near the heavenly hall of fame. He said, I've got season's tickets to watch the angels now. So it's just what I'm going to do. He said, but you, the living, you're stuck here with the cubs. So it's me that feels sorry for you. <laughs> and he said, oh, play, play that lonesome losers tune. That's the one I like the best. Closed his eyes and slipped away. Scotty, it was the dying cup fan's last request. So here it is. Do they still play the blues in Chicago? When baseball season rolls around. When the snow melts away. Do the cubbies still play in their ivy cup to bear your ground? When I was a boy, they were my pride and joy. But now they only bring fatigue to the home of the brave. The land of the free and the doormat of the National League. how long that song was god damn these good ones a bit long-winded yeah i uh i picked that song because i like baseball obviously no i'm just kidding i i don't know half the shit he's talking about um uh so that sounded like steve martin steve martin right no steve good steve goodman yeah no but it sounded like I, i i forget how much uh, how much his songs are sort of um, just comedic? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We talk about like novelty songs. Yeah. And it's like, well, Weird Al, it's like every line is a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this is more like just a guy telling you a story that yeah. has jokes peppered through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the, here's the real kicker. Here's the real reason. I found out that he died soon after with from leukemia hmm. so i heard people reference this before but that song was about him he is the dying cubs fan hmm. and he was in like i think he was in his 30s when he died wow but yeah he he wrote that <clears throat> jovial tune essentially about himself dying and uh that was the last I'm pretty sure that was the last album he put out before he died. It was well, and they crazy. just they just won recently, like in the last five years or something. And then it had been he, like he a, just what in last the Cubs. Oh, oh, oh. the Cubs. Yeah, 2016. <laughs> I just looked it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And it's been almost a hundred years since they <laughs> won. Know. You know? Yeah. And it's like, wow, what a sport that has yeah. been around that long. Yeah. And that if you were born and raised, it'd be like two or three generations or more yeah. of Chicago people that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my grandfather went to every game and never saw him win. That's what I love, uh, that's what I love about the song is that it has so much, um, like, personal context, but also, like, cultural context and, like, like just historical setting. Right. You know, like, just... The era is dis- described well just within that one song, and and then I found out it was a, it was about him, and he was dying this whole time. He was writing half this music. He it blew my mind, and um, 
so yeah, I, I I thought it was really cool that he had such a um, absurdist kind of like uh, optimistic view of his death, essentially. Mm, I would say. Uh, you might satirical. I would well, definitely satirical. because he uses a uh, uh, sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Well, and just say. the fact that people take baseball so seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baseball is it's, life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like underlying passion. Right. I can yeah. relate because I like sports. Yeah. Well, certainly, but I mean, well, a lot of us can relate. Yeah. This guy's dying wish, you know, is yeah. like I don't want a fancy. Well, I guess he did describe his funeral too, but I was like, I don't need a fancy coffin or you know whatever yeah. big headstone i just want to see the cubs win <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i just such a yeah such a like cool introspective kind of but also yeah um not like he uses the external to just kind of poke fun at his own mortality like how weird yeah. like, i don't know it's just weird like but yeah, I really was like blown away. I I'd been getting into him recently because I got into John Prine. Yeah. They did songs together. They did souvenirs mm. and. Okay, now I have an idea of the, I guess, area. The I mean, Chicago space folk and time. Scene, yeah. So there's a, um, a theory in comedy. I forget what it's called specifically, but the way I remember it is you, you magnify the small and you minimize the large. So I, you know, mm, you make yeah. you make fun of the powerful, but then you also attribute like an ant or a child with you know abilities that would be ridiculously out out of their league or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so for him to take a subject like death and equate it with you know again, it's just a game. But when you think about how many years of tradition and how many people's lives have been wrapped <laughs> up, it's like yeah. it's more than just a game. Yeah. Know? And so for him to compare that with mortality... and Yeah, it was like his way of just being like, everything's going to be the same, and I'm just... I'm gonna, I'm here, and I'm going to be gone. Like it, I don't know, it was pretty wild. I don't know, I think you've kind of also proved in the same sense, you're not here and you're gone. Exactly, because, because of what he... Because we're listening to him yes, right exactly. now. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if this reaches us, and his name stopped with us, it still won't, but... Because it's now still, we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And this podcast will live on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not to say that we're on the same level as Goodman. He wrote, he wrote a song called Banana Republics that, uh, what's the, what's the, the beachy country guy? What the, what the heck? Hmm? Buffett, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett ended up recording this song, Banana Republics. That's a really good one. He did City of New Orleans. Not a Jimmy Buffett fan, for the record. Yeah, he wrote a lot of... Well, because we were talking about a Jimmy that. Buffett song earlier today. Yeah, we were. I like his song, Volcano. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I gotta right. check that one out. We'll give it a listen one day. I haven't listened to a lot of Buffett. I, he seems to have some pretty good songs. Like, I always just kind of knew the, the hits, but he seems to be a pretty good songwriter. I mean, he doesn't have a... Terrible message. Enjoy life. Yeah, exactly. Like right. that. Uh, the beachcomber lifestyle. He tapped into that. Yeah. Early yeah. Catchy. Yeah. Oh, man. Enjoy life. Very chill. Very yeah. chill vibes. Um, yeah, I won't um, pick on Jimmy Buffett too much right now. Oh, yeah? You got beef? <laughs> 
He knows. Yeah. He knows what he's yeah. I don't know. It's not so much beef, but it's more like know. a cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, sorry. It's what just, it's I just, have the mic down. it's just it's cheesy. It's not so much beef, but it's like a cheeseburger in right. paradise. <laughs> I don't, it's one of his songs. With French fries. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Okay. My ex plays in a Jimmy Buffett cover band, and so I, yeah. Well, All right, we digress from making fun a of tribute band. Roasting I'm sorry. Jimmy it's not a cover band. Tribute. There you go. Yeah. Be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> Respect the art. Okay, uh, dang it. Oh, we. Uh, Kyoki oh, song, no. but it's gonna cut off. I didn't realize this. It's just telling me now. You got one hour. Yeah. Or I minutes. didn't remember. It's only sixty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Oh jeez. And then you. All right, like, last song. Yeah. What is close yours? We'll just close it out with yours, baby. Superstition, Stevie Wonder. Oh yes. yes. That's a great one. I had a question about the basses. So, it sounds like there's two bass guitars to me. I, I don't know music like you guys do, so. That's why I thought I could bring it up to you guys. Could be. Yeah. So it sounds like there's one well, guy going boom, 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 you know, like hitting the boom. And the other guy's going boom, but don't, don't, boom, but do boom. It might be a guitar, guitar, and a bass guitar. Or a keyboard. Right, the, the, oh, yeah, or a keyboard. Oh, see, see. Ready? ready? Yeah. I was like, this is just 